it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. And sponsored by SmashingPennies.net. Get 10% off your order with code Geocache Talk Network. They are perfect to put in the geocache. Thanks to Derek of Baker Six Clan for the opening and graphics. And our featured patrons, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, Team Tailwagger, Super Nate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Kazelli, P triple zero one eighty K Sarah and our new patron soccer kicks. And we welcome in the crew tonight, Josh, uh, Jesse, the Memphis mafia <laughs> boss, the mafia Shit. boss. That's not even, no, that's not even close. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jesse's a mop boss. Yeah. I may be ranked second in the Memphis mafia. Whoa. He may be second, possibly third. <laughs> second with input from both daughters. So, oh, okay. And the, so the, the, the he'll find balls. out after the show. He'll get the feedback where he ranks. That's right. That's right. And the other Italian boss, the the ninja of the pizza, is with us tonight. <laughs> that is true, Gary. And uh, Did you have pizza I tonight or last night? Yeah, uh, for lunch. So I've had it for lunch. lunch. So I got my daily dose of pizza. Nice. And, uh, I have been known to make some pizzas disappear. Just saying. Wow, you are you are a a, a pizza boss. I uh, I made a pizza disappear this week too, John. I, was, wow. uh, I had pizza this week. I don't eat pizza very often. Uh, but, uh, now, granted, it was it was homemade pizza. My daughter made it, so it was excellent. Uh, nice, but uh, it, it did disappear did... quickly, though. And you didn't send me a picture. You should have sent me a picture, Jesse. We don't I'm need pictures. We don't want to take pictures. People. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I know almost every, well, probably once a week, I send Gary a pizza picture. That's all. That's right. No comments. I love it. Just saying. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't necessarily take pictures of my food that often, you know, but uh, I don't know. It's, it is what it is, I guess. It's a different strokes, right? True. California well-represented tonight. We got mm-hmm. Bell on the move, and we got UDAC. So, shout out to California. 
right at you. California. Shout out to Top Hat Cashers from New York, from New Paltz. There you go. Oh, nice. New York. New York and, and California. Some of our favorite folks. Not that I'm trying to uh, uh, start an East Coast, West Coast thing. I was just saying hi. That's right. We love That's them right. both. We love, we love both. Yes, absolutely. Geo Tribe. I think she's in Iowa, if I recall. We've got a favorite group from all over. I mean, we really do. We've got... Yeah. It's great that we have people who watch and listen from all over the... All over the... The states and and also uh, Canada. Shout out to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and um, usually we've got uh, folks that watch and listen um, in uh, Europe. We love our European folks. There's there's um, there's Australia. Apparently. Apparently Monday's a thing. Thirty thousand feet. How, are that, we, we're doing feet are they for in the that? air on the airplane? How many inches? Going on here? Yeah. Are you going to space, Darren? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yep, Ontario. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Wisconsin, Minnesota. Chains in Minnesota. The middle representing the middle of the country. <laughs> exactly. Well, we've got a lot to cover, so um, let's uh, start with this. We want to give a quick update on last week podcast of hope. Uh, so podcast of hope.com still out there. It's always out there, but this, the campaign that we're currently in uh, will run for a while. But if you'd like to be part of podcast to hope for this year, then um, you are more than welcome to still um, give for podcast to hope. We are sitting at 24,000, nine hundred and four dollars and eighty two cents can awesome. you guys believe it so it? cool no i can't <laughs> I, i'm blown away every year i'm blown away uh yeah we've never even come close no to that before so that that was it, just amazing yeah yeah it's crazy crazy so um it was a great That's night. Awesome. Uh, a quick update on our hour one guest, uh, Heather. Heather sent a note um, saying she apologized for not being able to make it. Uh, she had some family medical issues, and so we were not able, and she was not able to. She regrets missing it. I mean, yeah, we we are awesome. So, but no, I'm I'm glad she's I'm glad yeah, she's. Family comes first. We understand yep. that, right? We get absolutely. That and I really appreciate her. You know, she didn't have to respond, but she did. I and um, she let us know that that she 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 regrets missing it. We had a really good group. Um, I um, mentioned on social media, which I don't get on very often, but I did mention 
briefly that um, Jared Watson, our hour 1.5 and hour two guest, <laughs> he was on for a portion of one. He came came in and um, that he was hoping to be part of Tournament of Champions wild card, which is where they invite folks back that have won. And then they have to win again to get part of, to be, to be, uh, you have to win sort of a tournament to get into the tournament of champions. Right. Um, and he went on the local, uh, CBS, well, not local CBS in Dallas, uh, CBS, um, affiliate in Dallas. And they surprised him on there. They didn't, and I found I checked. This is legit. He did not know. He went in for the interview, and he did the interview. Uh, but in the at the end of the interview, they said, um, "We just want to let you know that we heard from Jeopardy, and you are not going to be part of the Tournament of Champions wild card. Uh, but we do have a message from Ken Jennings. You know, Ken Jennings is the famous yep. Jeopardy champion, and he's like, oh." Okay, and so then they did. They played the the little uh, blurb from Ken Jennings that said um, that you know you are not uh, going to be part of the wild card, but congratulations, you go directly to Tournament of Champions. That's awesome! Oh my so, God. so Jared gets to go directly to the Tournament of Champions. It will be, I think he goes. He flies to to uh, L.A. in. February and I think this will be aired and we'll I'll give everybody you know we'll give updates on when when Jared will be on I think he'll be on in April but he films it in February so just a quick update on our 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 guests we had such tremendous um, time with the folks that we had um, it was just a it was a great night and um, so there's there's the update so all right well we've got go ahead. One more, not really news, but update. Um, okay. We had them on recently. The Travel Bugs, their new song, yes. the uh, the 100 Cashes of a Day, it is now available. So it wasn't available at the time. Oh, nice. It is available now. You can get it on all the all the platforms and stuff. Cool. I've already downloaded it, so it's, it's available. Just letting everybody know. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. I, hey, Gary, can I add one, too, before yep. uh, we get to Go the meat it. of the show? Yep. So uh, one thing we were talking about before the show is geocaching goals. And uh, we'd love to hear your geocaching goals, oh. especially if you could send us like short videos, like 30 okay. seconds ish. If you could send us yep. to geocache talk at gmail.com. Cause I know this is a year that a lot of people are thinking like, what am I doing next year? Am I hiding? Am I finding specific caches? Am I completing a certain challenge on that front? So if you can send a short video or send that information to geocachetalk at gmail.com, we'd love to share that with folks to help inspire people, to help get a sense of things that people are planning. And um, and I think especially for me, I know up in, up in the great Northeast here where we get a little bit of that thing called snow sometimes, it actually shuts what? down roads and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up near Buffalo, New York, believe it or not, sometimes it snows so much that things close down. Oh, we so, don't know what uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you guys wouldn't. We're we're, we're winner friendly. Attribute to you guys is maybe you don't have to wear sunscreen. I guess right. I've seen it in movies, 
but I always thought that it was just a, a movie prop, which I think it still is. I don't think I've ever seen, you know, no, the other and day I've had it for too many years. I'm good. Yeah, you did anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, you, you can't, you don't have to shovel sunshine, so we don't yeah, have to shovel sunshine. Um, yeah, I was hey, feeling down to 60 here this weekend. So I understand oh, cold. Yeah. So 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 is that Chilly. so cold you can't wear your Taco Bell flip flops outside? Is that what you're no, telling me? No, not for me. No, okay. I'm good. I can still wear shorts anywhere year round here. So Hodag plans to hide at least one cash net. Really? Well, that's I think that's, he'll make his goal. Bar. That's right. Yeah, that's that's a low bar there, buddy. Uh so, uh, yeah, we're going to get into the meat of the show. One last thing I want to say real quick is that um, I have sent some of the uh, winners, other winners that aren't, uh, that are done by some of our vendors and such, they haven't probably contacted all all the winners. But we had a lot of winners um, in the giveaways. and. Um, Unfortunately for some, I had some single shirts that we gave away and I had to apologize to some because I just had one shirt and they want it. So I sent it to them. I, I, I wasn't able to like give you options for sizes. I'm very sorry. Um, but hopefully you can either, if you can't wear it, maybe somebody else can wear it or as Tom would say, use it at a, you know, at an event. So give it away at an event. So there you go. Um, that was fun. We had a, uh, actually we had an also a Canadian winner. So I, I, um, sent off the Canadian, uh, winners. Uh, so people do win and people do win internationally. So there you go. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So tonight's show is part two. <laughs> we did a, Dear Geocaching a few weeks ago, and we ran out of time, so we're going to hop to it tonight and get into the the next set. But this is a basically a follow-up, a PS, a postscript to uh, to that show. So um, just maybe, maybe even our Christmas list. It's like Dear Santa, but it's Dear Geocaching Santa. Here's what we want for Christmas this year. Maybe so. so. Uh, where do we want to start? We're going to start with yours. Uh, Jesse, we're going to go to John's, or where are we going to go? Uh, we can go wherever you want. I got my notes. All right, let's start with Those yours. New shows, remember they? Yeah, exactly. Paper you got the paper. Were, you know, <laughs> yeah, I notes. love it. Yeah, you Man, get a little crumple. Seems legit. Get you a little crumple. Uh, here, I'll start with one, and then, and then John can go because I want okay. to make sure we got to this one. So I also asked, um, yeah, uh, the CFO and uh, my daughter, what if they got to pick a goal and send it in? What would they pick? Nice. So. Um, I asked Miley, now keep in mind, she's 16, right? So I wanted something from her perspective. So I quoted her exactly. Okay. She said she would ask to make geocaching more enticing for people who aren't old. <laughs> oh, I was how like, interesting. Yep. I mean, I could talk about that probably for an hour alone. Like, how could we do that? And I think that's something I would like to actually visit in the future on the show. Yeah. Um, because she's grown up since she was like five. Oh yeah. Doing this right. Four, I think even. Um, and when she's little, it was a huge draw. We got to hang out, go find prizes, treasure hunts and everything else. 
she's older now. In fact, she can even drive herself now. Um, yeah. And, uh, there's not as much draw for her because, you know, geocaching competing with a lot of other things. Now, she always does it with us as a family. Sure. The draw for individual teenagers to do that. I think, and of course, I know HQ is trying to figure that out theirself, right? But I would like to hear, you know, throwing this out to the audience. I would like to hear people's suggestions of how we could do that. And I would like us to brainstorm too and maybe revisit that topic coming up in the future because I think it's it's huge trying to get that next generation going, right? No, um, and she's she's very well positioned to discuss that because a she's a teenager now but she's mm -hmm. been around geocaching for what 10 years uh probably 12 now i guess yeah yeah so i mean she is well versed in geocaching i mean yeah. i know that you know i know that for a fact so but she's also well versed in being a, a being a teenager so she's right exactly so and she still loves it so it it, it would be it would be hard to sort of have a person have a teenager. You, you can't really just discuss it with them. If they hate geocaching, it doesn't really fit, you know? Right. Right. But I'm wondering what did, did she give you any insight as to her thoughts on what she still likes about geocaching um, from a teenager's no, perspective? We about or? It for a second, but um, I want to revisit it with her and I haven't really okay. done it yet. I want to revisit it with her and, because there's other teenagers that do it too. And I'd like to dig more into that topic next year and find out. I like it. We what should would it take. So yeah, yeah. does she have specific ideas? I haven't grilled her on that yet. I, That's I, fine. I just asked her and the CFO um, what their suggestion would be. And, you know, I said, just, I said, don't think about it. And I intentionally asked them not to think about the details of it. Sure. The topics alone, just fire out some topics and I put them down from there. So we should definitely, uh, we should definitely look into that next year. Cause I think it's, that's part of the health of the geocaching community, right? That's something we should Absolutely. explore. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, yeah, that we actually don't... overlaps with one of mine. Oh, perfect. Where, where one of mine, me writing to geocaching Santa, I said, we need younger people to play the game for the game conti to continue on for future generations. Sure. And yeah. on mine, I'd like geocaching to actually gift premium membership to a group of, of young people, like teenagers. Oh people in their 20s, send it to them, use it as a focus group. Because I think for people, if they're getting started with a free app, I mean, I got to be honest, you know, I just remember when I started with a free app, and I don't know about you guys, I think it was probably the same day as when I, I actually like paid for premium to go there. Right. Oh, quickly. Would, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think for younger people, if they're trying the game and they're just doing the free, I think you got to give them the premium, but I think you got to get their feedback from them. What makes sense to them, you know, for geocaching to really make sense. And I, I, I don't know, you know, I'm thinking, you know, should we call in a favor to Taylor Swift on this one and saying, you know, Taylor, can you, can you mention Hold the on, thing about I'll geocaching? Okay, oh, you got her in she just yeah. finished watching the chiefs lose. So I don't know. If oh, right now She's there, Gary, I'll call her later. I'll call Gary, her later. too soon, too soon, my friend. That's too right. Soon. That's right. Ouch. Too soon. She's not going to um, be happy right now. So no, we don't want to like, want to catch her on a good yeah. a good moment. Not not yeah. right now. And Taylor Swift is an extension of my favorite football team. So so I appreciate what she brings to the game. Just saying, hey, we're basically a, best friends. Yeah, I like absolutely. I, I like the Chiefs. I mean, I don't like them 
as much as you do, but I I like the Chiefs. They're okay. Yeah, and I think you, Jack, is right. We need a Taylor Swift Swifty special on Geo okay. Cashing. I like it. I think that's that's too Ooh. big for geocaching. Too many muggles would find out about it. Yeah. That's kind of interesting idea. Of course, that's sort of like it's like giving something to somebody and going, Nope, that's it. You're done. <laughs> or, free or of course a trial. Yeah. That's you put not in your birthday. And then if your birth date's below, you know, a certain point, you get a free premium trial. Uh Owen so, from KC wants to know he that he did his part. I don't think he did, Owen. They didn't win, so the, apparently he didn't do enough. One guy can carry the whole team now. Come on. Yeah. Um, it's a team sport for sure. Yeah. So along those things, so in Colorado, they had an issue for years that um, uh, the skiing is big business in Colorado, right? Obviously, snow skiing. Yeah. Well, they found out that um, it was basically all – tourists coming in to ski and the locals weren't skiing in Colorado. Oh, they were going out of the state to find cheaper places to ski. Right. So they did a program for, it was like fourth through sixth graders. They could sign up and for one year, now it's different for one year, they could get a, mm-hmm. they could get a pass that gave them like free lift ticket, 14 free ski runs or what, however it worked. I forget how it worked, but right. it was an introductory thing. So that that has been tried by other businesses, right? And True. They were trying to get people hooked. And by the time you get hooked after a year, you know, you stay in the you stay into whatever. Sure. Same thing in like geocaching. There, there may be something where they could do a – and that could be done through schools. That could be done through anything else. But there's there's something there. And I'm sure they're working on that. But I'd love to see it draw in more younger people if we're going to keep the game going for – in 25 more years, not a lot of the charter members are going to be hanging around, right? So no. we need to go over the next 25 years. No. If they are, maybe it's, I don't know. We're not going to think about that. That's morbid. But um, y- y- to keep the game going forever, we're going to have to draw younger people into it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Absolutely. All right. What else you got? What else you guys got? All right. So I'm going to keep you on schedule. Right. And I will, uh, I'll, I'll go through hers and we can stop and discuss. Something's going on with our cameras tonight. I'll uh, stop and discuss as much as we can. Her number one was, can we please get rid of earth caches? (laughs) (laughs) Christy. um, That was her first one. We don't necessarily Uh, have to discuss that one. That was just her personal preference. That's what she said. I know. I know she hates Um, them. She hates uh, the bad ones. That's the thing. I don't think she likes the good ones either. That's Um, really... Okay. She doesn't care about geology and she never will, which is great because there's different aspects of the game. She loves history, so she loves yeah. virtuals. That's great. You know, yeah. she, um, she knows she can filter those out in searches, right? She does. She just tells me no, and we don't go find them. So oh, it works wow. out perfect. She's a great filter. Um, um, and then so one that she was more serious about was she said. Uh, it would be cool, and this could be either a third-party app, or this could be geocaching. Who knows who kind of does that or whatever. But she said right. a county notification running in the background with text alerts. So if you have your phone running in the background, if you're traveling and you go outside mm-hmm. into a county, if you cross into a county you hadn't been in before, you get a phone, a notification. It you, right, sends you a note. That's cool. I have no idea how that would happen. However, cool. that would be awesome. For county cashers, that would be a lot of fun. There's a lot yeah. of, you know, Nick may be able to do that for all I know, but um, that would be kind of a cool thing, you know, if it kind of getting in, kind of leaning into the county cashers. There's not a lot done officially or unofficially with county caching other than True. people's challenge, which that's not HQ. That's 
people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of cool for that small segment of of geocaching that that are real big county cachers. So I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah, I'd pay money for a for a soccer kick. Says, yeah. yeah. She said, yeah, that's for sure. Maybe that would be cool. We have to ask Nick about. We'll see if Nick can do that. Yeah, we'll have to have Nick on again pretty soon. Um, we're about that time. I, I think the new, the the new version obviously won't have it, but the the new version is probably pretty close to being released. So I'm thinking we should try to get him back on pretty soon. It, so. And when we're talking Nick, we're talking Cashly, and and I always love whenever Nick's on the show. Yeah. Because um, and Cashly for those that don't know great uh app for ios on that side and i always love yeah. when nick's on the show because like you'll say something he's like you know i thought about that not this release probably the next one <laughs> probably the next and you're release. like and you're like thinking you're just like picking this idea out of the air like at random being yeah, like and he's oh, on top would, of it that would be yeah amazing. he's on top yeah, of it he makes it happen all right so that was actually a serious one she came up with and i think it'd be cool and, and since nick's coming on in the future we'll we'll talk to him yeah, we'll hit him that's up. even a real thing right there I may like be it. some licensing privacy issues that I don't know who knows, but still a cool idea. Um, okay. The next one she said, and this was interesting. Some of hers caught me off guard. She was joking around some, but she gave some ruins. She said, set minimum standards for containers. And I asked her, I said, hmm. what do you mean by that? And she said, like, like a pill bottle, you know, like there should be some basic standards, not just suggestions, but actual standards for, you can't do a Ziploc baggie shoved in between two bricks. You know, you got to have, right. you can't do a, a food container that's been used. You can't do a Sprite bottle, you know, right. Somebody's medicine, former medicine bottle with scratched off, maybe scratched off label on. I found one with full labels on it before, you know, like she's <laughs> like, you know, the $1 Tupperware container, like if they can yes. set minimum standards on containers, like these are acceptable. These things are not. Not yeah. with custom containers, right? But with standard containers, um, I was that's like, you know what? that's not a terrible plan. That's not a terrible because yeah. we've all seen. I've seen a Sprite bottle with a Sprite label still on there. Um, yeah. Yep. Hidden as a container, it still had a little juice in the bottom of it. I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, well, they they left that for you as a first to find prize, Jesse. Just to be clear, I mean, and they have a little first to find sip. <laughs> that's right. They have. Um, they have standards. I mean, so why can't we add that to a, as a standard? Yeah, well, why, yeah they have yeah. size, regu- you know, reference. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's just, I thought that was a pretty, actually decent one. That is oh, like um, a great one. Because I, I know like so many times if I'm out in like the woods or something, I'm finding a former food container and it is like chewed up by chipmunks, squirrels, bears, something, yeah. you know? Pathetic. Yeah, stuff, yeah. terrible stuff. Um, and we don't get into the negative side of stuff here that often, but that stuff is very annoying. Sure. Um, all right. Her next one, I'm just going to read it and we'll go from there. She said, uh, this is just more of a statement I, than a suggestion, I, but I like that idea, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't see that one. Oh, about a pizza box. Also real quick. Yeah. Um, if you use the geocaching app, it does have a, a notification like that, you, that, that they're referring to. So Cashly has something like that too, right? The top hat has that. Yeah, I think so. Oh, and Adventure Lab does too. CGO There's, does. You can do proximity alerts on Adventure Labs as well. Yeah. So the, the, they're out there for that for that type. So if they can do that, I would think that maybe a county line could be it done. It may be a little cool. hard to do the county, but I think you could do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna preface this again. I'm just going to read her suggestion 
word for word, and then we'll move from there. Cool. This was less of a request and more of a suggestion or a statement. So I'm just going to statement. She <laughs> says, funny. "Power trail owners who don't consider parking should be beaten." <laughs> that may be a little extreme. <laughs> but that's what she said. Oh, physical punishment. That you're saying physical punishment should be in the guidelines. She said beaten. I don't know. That was her suggestion. Okay. Um, no, and it was so that's more of a pet peeve, and that's something we can talk about in the future pet peeves or whatever, because we don't like to get negative with stuff, but there's a good thing there when talking about safety. A lot of times when you're putting caches out, people don't consider where people actually park for it because some people are fine driving in ditches and some aren't. And True. power trails, and they don't consider that, that can get dangerous for people getting in and out of cars. So you really got to consider yeah. a lot of things. And we've run into yeah. some of those situations before, and that's one of our personal pet peeves. So not shocking that she made that statement. But she did get yeah. one more serious one. All right. Okay. The other serious one was she said she'd like to see more support for state and regional groups, mm -hmm. like more official support. I know that HU does some things with them, but I definitely would like to see those. I agree with her on this. I would love to see those highlighted and pushed a little more, even if it's not HU officially. Some, you know, some groups are major. Texas, their group is extremely active. You know, yeah, there's several. Colorado, we, we had an official group, and then it kind of busted off, and then it went away for a little while, and then it came back. And I would love to see that more of a regularly highlighted thing. I agree with what you're saying because – those groups are so helpful for local education and getting people into the game and everything else. Yeah. They don't need money. They don't need anything else. They just, you know, being able to find them easily all the time. A lot of times you can get on Facebook and try to find it, but there'll be mm -hmm. official groups and unofficial groups. And sometimes it gets confusing. So I can see where that comes from. Highlighting those and supporting those is, it's just good for the game. And that's and just US, obviously regionally as well, right? Outside yeah. of the US. There's, and there are groups within, because, you know, being, you know, intimately involved with Cash Fest Oklahoma, you know, there's a Tulsa group, very well organized, and then there's a COG, Central Oklahoma Geocachers yeah. group. Both great. Both have great, great members, but they're, um, you know, they do their, they, they each kind of have their own thing. I think they do some stuff together, but you get the idea. But um, I, I've seen, like you said, I've seen groups. Texas has several uh, regional kind of groups. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course they have, they, they sort of have regional groups because of the Texas challenge. Anyway, they have regional members right. who are in charge of regional things. So I, I, I like, but you're talking about something you want to see geocaching.com do something. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I guess, yes. I mean, it may not even fall on them to do right. It may fall on somebody else to do. I don't know. It may fall on us to do, to have a listing of that somewhere. Yeah. Um, but then more support along with those, like highlight them. Because a lot of people don't even realize. I know a lot of cashers that I've talked to across the country, they don't even know that they have a state group. Sure. So connecting people with the state groups, I think, can be very beneficial. And there's no, I don't know that there's even one single way to do that, right? Because a lot of them use Facebook. Well, some people, cashers don't use Facebook. You know, so, and they have a website most of them do, but nobody knows the websites there unless you know that the group already exists. Right. So yeah, that may be one of those things that could be put together because those are very beneficial for people, especially starting off. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's such an yeah, important and I think, part of the yeah, game. What you'd access financial promotional. I think, yes. Right. Send them out and, and reward them, help send them, you know, so kind of both. Yeah. I okay. think all of that could be, could be good. Mm -hmm. So there's ways to do it both financial and pr promotional yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 
not that H2 can be afford, you know, can afford to like send out a bunch of money to everybody, but they can right. help promote or highlight that too. So just, just, it was initial thought. I think it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Something we could explore and see how we can yeah. help out with that. Right. No, I, I think that's, yeah, I like it. I, I mean, Sorry. even if they just spent some money, not necessarily giving money to, you know, the central Oklahoma cashers, but somehow spending some money to put that on their, I mean, they have, if you go right, to the, right. if you go to geocaching.com, there are a few, they could add some links in there. They could yeah. add a link. You'd have to go through a f- formal process, but you could kind of. And I haven't looked on it lately. That may be something they've recently added. So. I mean, they could add something like that. Yeah. See that exactly like that. Um, Odag templates or some way to do that. And just an organization with that, because they can be extremely helpful. They can help. I remember when I was first, um, first doing CEDOs, Florida, yeah. I wouldn't live in there at the time. Florida's state group had put out, here's a A through Z of what you need to know to host a CEDO. And I think geocaching.com picked it up later too, that article, yeah. but it was great. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, that's, it was like everything you need to know. Hey, find a location. Here's what gear you might need. Think about this. Think about that food, water, safety. I was like, that was, it was all, I, I bookmarked it so many years ago and I've used it several times to like, template my CEDOs after. So states can really put out some, and it was a regional thing. Like here's how you do a CEDO in Florida, right? You know, so they can really put out some good information like that. Well, and it can become, it can become unfortunately uh, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, but um, it became a vital item when, when, when we started the process of trying to help find the lost geocacher in Louisiana. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, and there wasn't seem to be any traction going on with, with the sheriff department. Mm-hmm. Well, what I, I, I just pulled up, I went, you know, just went and Googled the Louisiana geocachers and found mm-hmm. a group. And I just sent a note to their, you know, to their, cause I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know personally any of them, but it was easy to find them on Facebook send them a note and say, Hey, could somebody go out to the oldest in Louisiana and tell me if the signature is there? And of course they immediately responded and, and somebody from their group said, yeah, I can be out there in a couple hours. So there's a perfect, you know, perfect, um, you know, scenario that, that the state groups became. Oh yeah. Yeah. They can be vital. They can be a really good source of information and support for people. So, Supporting them, whether it's HQ doing it to highlight them or more recognition or whatever else, that was her suggestion. So, yeah, yeah. It, we'll see. And I dropped we'll see if we can play chat. a part in that too. I dropped in yep. the chat too a uh, geocaching group. has a groups and orgs map. This map, I don't know, don't know how up to date it is, to be perfectly honest on this. Yeah. Side. yeah. You know, I mean, this could give people a hint if they're in an area and they're that trying one? to think, like, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Gary. Like if you're in an area and you're like, is there is there a group around me? I mean, certainly you could use that map as a starting point too. Sure. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's such a critical thing becoming part of a group, especially when you're a newer cashier and you're trying to figure out how the game works. You know. Yeah. All right. So there's my from the family. I've got my suggestion. Let's turn it over to John. John, go with John. You do one. Yeah, so so this is kind of similar to the side uh, aligned with Jesse's point with the county caching. 
I'm just thinking like if we're if we're notching up that technology, you know, artificial mm-hmm. intelligence is everywhere right now. Right. But question is how is it going to impact our geocaching? So uh, I think HQ needs to look at putting AI into the app, into the website. I think a really cool thing that they would do is if they had a recommended geocaches for you. So if it's either like you pop open your app, you go to the website based upon, you know, what you've done in the past, it says, hey, here's some really cool things here, you know? Right. Um, it could be like, if you're into something like earth caches, that could happen, Jesse, um, <laughs> you know, that they say, here's some really cool earth caches that are, are by some that you favorited, you know? So if they can take that data from caches that you favorited, use that to try to identify some new ones. Um, especially wow. when you're, yeah. you're traveling, you know, because if you're traveling and you're thinking like, okay, I'm in this area. And sometimes, and I don't know about you guys, sometimes, you know, I don't look up all the geocaches in the area when I, where I'm traveling no. or when I'm stopping, maybe for like a rest stop, right? Right. But yeah. I usually do bring up the app at the rest stop, you know, and sure. saying, is there a cache here? Because if there's like a cache like 50 feet from me, I'll why am it. I not getting it? <laughs> why am I not but, grabbing it? Right, 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 right. But, you know, also at the same point, it's just like if you're in that kind of situation and it pulls up that recommended ones based upon your favorite and the ones that you found in the past. And mm. it's like, hey, you're going to love this cash. You know what I mean? That like, would be like awesome. A couple miles away, like using AI technology. I mean, I think that would be cool. So and, you could also ask it questions, too, right? Like, hey, signal AI, um, are there any cool cash? Are there any caches I would like around me now? Yeah, and yeah. They would say based on your pro, like you'll probably, you know, just like suggested favorites up and down for, for everything yeah. else, like Netflix and stuff. Like you watch this, so you'll probably like this. Yeah, it would be exactly. able to tell, like, hey, is there anything nearby, you know, that I can do? And that that yeah. could be kind of cool. And that's true. That too, oh, uh, yeah. Andrew. Because like I'm just thinking, like if there's challenges, right? Because like sometimes. Like if you're finding that unique DT and you're right by it while traveling, but then, you know, you don't know about it. So if it pops it up and it's like, hey, we saw you could fill the square on your DT grid, you know, right from here. Like, how cool would that be? You know, onto that, that would point. be awesome. You know, because I think that would be awesome. K-Blast, yeah, I, you know, why, you're, why you're broken. Why are you broken, oh, John? Oh, man. Okay, so K Blast, imagine imagine the scenario. I don't get my pizza for the day. I'm not operating at peak efficiency. Okay. I'm traveling <laughs> to a place where I'm not familiar. And That's you know, fine. just just things don't line up, man. So so you know, with this AI, if it could help me on that side. And you know, the other thing I think too for unique caches, because like uh, you know, there was that great show that you guys did with the Cache Across America series, right? Yeah. And they said there is one in Bowling Green, Kentucky, at the Corvette Museum. And I'm thinking, yes. like, son of a gun. I remember you gotten it. right past that museum know, right? Yeah. on the I, way to Memphis I'm and sure then right on the way back. But I'm like, if there I'm was... Sure. I'm sure we've AI, all driven past them. Yeah. 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 But if there was one where it was like, you know, it just interrupted you and it was like, cool cash right by you right now. You know, you should do this. Hey, um, don't. Don't let Brian give you a hard time because he walked past probably a dozen geocaches during the Macy's parade and didn't find any of them. So just remember that that he did not he did he walked past them. 
he ignored them completely and just kept going. Just want to point that out. Um, yeah. Of course, I think I he can't had to see anything though. because I was like 800 feet from the Cash Across America in Hawaii on the trail, and I didn't oh, get it. No, that's crazy. Oh my god! But I mean, like, I, I like, don't even want to talk about, about it. Like it didn't happen. If but you knew about it, you would have found it. Yeah, but if but if you had an AI that was like, "This is a cool cache. You are right here." Yeah. You know? Hey, you're gonna miss this. Like forgotten favorites, you know, like they have on yeah. uh, Project DC. Same type of deal. Oh. Okay, we need that one. I vote all the other ones out. Let's keep like that a regret. one. Yeah, we need. <laughs> it's a definite so, regret. Yeah. Geocaching HQ, please, please embrace our robot overlords to help us find some cool caches. <laughs> yes, please. Cool. All, right, all right, let's see. Um, okay, I will. My next one is I. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just gloss over this one because I think we've actually talked about it before, but. Okay. I would love to see them open some aspects of Adventure Labs to challenges. Now that they're adding more things. Either adding more, you know, categories and all the little stuff for Adventure Labs. I would love to see them add that back into challenges. Um, but I think wait, we've wait, kind of talked about wait, that already before. Wait, uh, wait, you know, wait. Adventure Labs, you can't be used in, in most oh, challenges. Oh, put out okay. now. Okay, I would gotcha. love to see them say, like, add those back. You know, find with the different types or whatever, or oh, now okay. they're starting to do it, you know, okay. kind of five stage, ten stage. Because you can't really do it by location. There's a lot of things you couldn't do it by, but there's a few things you could. Basically, the yeah, category I, types. That yeah, I follow you now. I follow yeah. you. Um, but we kind of talked about that when we were talking about the update to it. So oh, okay. that's actually what got me thinking of a lot of these in the first place. So, sure. Um, another one that we've kind of danced around before, but I'd love to see them do it is, um, if they would like, they did the, um, the museum that we talked about with Brian the other night, the, that promotional thing. Yeah. What was it called? The, not night, the heist museum heist, you know, how yeah. they had the gyms out everywhere. Mystery, and then they did the, the digital yeah. monsters thing. Mystery too, of the, the museum. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The, I would the, love the, to see them leverage that for lonely caches. So hmm. cash hadn't been found in a certain amount of time or the owner's out or whatever else. A digital yeah. souvenir pops up. Hey, come find me. And that goes to wherever in your profile you get to keep it. Like I'm a cash maintenance level one, you know, like helping the call it something right i don't even know what you'd call it but like you get a badge for going out and checking on a cache that hadn't been whether you found it or not you're going to check i can confirm it's still there right i'd love to see the same thing with travel bugs so a travel bug goes to a location every 30 days oh my gosh it, a little digital souvenir shops up and goes hey there's travel bugs that need to be checked in this in this cache somebody goes out there they get that travel bug souvenir for their thing and they post a note that says here's what travel bugs are in this cache Travel bugs, or man. We need to gone. talk about. I mean, travel think bugs about how me. you could do that right now. Granted, the owners should be doing all that, but they don't, right? Yeah. But oh. the incentive to send out there for other people race into that cash to go and confirm what travel bugs are in it, that would be. It would cost them nothing to do that. I'm sure in the background, like programming time. But after a while, there's no physical. That would be a good way to like incentivize maintenance on yeah. caches. Like yeah. Community maintenance on caches. Wow. I mean, or just lonely caches, right? Like, hey, it's I like lonely, the lonely cache. But there's a I lot like of things they could leverage that for, right? Go send somebody after lonely cache or an unfound cache or whatever, you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. They could do it for FTF. First person that logs it gets that FTF badge. You know, there's a lot. That's that's a whole different show, right? But um, yeah, I know they don't recognize FTFs, but there's there's ways to do things like that. Maybe they should. Maybe they should embrace that. I mean, well, yeah. I can see I can I can list five reasons right now why they shouldn't, but well, totally off topic, right? 
Just, and That's like a whole show in itself, right there. Yeah. So I guess there's no way to really. There's yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> are you are you going to slow down cheating? That's already going on. I mean, there's no. You're not really slowing down. That doesn't happen. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, I don't think you're going to slow down. I don't think you're going to slow cheating down by not doing it, right? I mean, but I, you'll definitely I, encourage I, I guess cheating in certain not. situations too, though. So, okay, yeah, way, I guess. I don't know. I guess they so. could leverage that. They could leverage that technology in a lot of. There's a lot of things that are technology based, right? Tonight, but they could definitely le- leverage that technology and do some fun things with it. No, I agree. And the Lonely Cash one, I I definitely could see that for sure. Well, that's Um, just a huge badge of honor, too. Like going out there, finding a Lonely Cash, especially if it's been a long time. Or, you know, even just a cash that doesn't get hit that often. Yeah. Yeah. Or one that's highly favored. Or, you know, who knows? Um, There could be be a lot of things they could do with that as like temporary incentives to send people to certain locations, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Cash, yeah, and this is—I uh, don't want to get too far in the weeds on this, but uh, it, it's relevant to our current discussion, which is the number of active geocachers, and we're pretty much at the end of the year—not quite, but we're close—is down. We're down seven percent in the U.S. Mm. Oh wow! Um, mm. Let me see worldwide. We're down seven percent on the whole year as far as active cashers well and how do uh, they define active carry in that too i think they have to have at least found one cash this year to be considered okay. active i'd have to go through the the details and i'm looking at uh in project gc um i'm looking now for example uh whether okay if you were Geocache is hidden. See, they don't really mention it, but I, I'm 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 thinking that they consider active to be. Uh, you're active if you found one. I think the interesting thing too, and we can't really get into this now. This might be a, a early 2024 thing, which is, um, f- cash is found in the in the U.S. I don't have for the whole uh, the whole world, but for the U.S. Uh, I do have for the, for the whole world. Let me find it. But um, we've also got uh, cash is published is down this year uh, overall. Mm. Let me change to the whole the whole world real quick just to see because I had it filtered for the U.S. So it yeah. may be up in the um, no, it's down. It's down for the whole world. So. Mm. It's down seven. It's down nine percent over across the whole world. Active cashers. Still, you're talking about a lot of. You're talking about one point seven million active cashers. That's. I mean, the game's not dying. It's just down. No. Yeah, it's going to yeah. go up and down though with world events. It does. It does. You know. Yeah. But still, I, I think that they need to be aware of it. They need to keep yeah. an eye on it. Because you don't want to, you well, don't want that trend to keep are. going for, yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're I'll, definitely I'll using you. that and trying to do what they can. Yeah, I don't I'll tell know. You this, this, good question. This segues, I don't know. Yeah, this segue is pretty good to one of mine, though. I think yeah, go geocaching it. needs to do a better job at rewarding cache hiders that do a great job. Absolutely, because really, 
you do a great job. What do you get as a cash header? I mean, you get some great logs, you get some favorite points. Or you get some not so great logs. <laughs> you get some not so great logs too. But I think one of the things that geocaching should consider is if a cache owner gets a certain number of favorite points in a year, they should maybe get like premium membership free for a year. Ooh, I like that. Counted rate. So like if you, and, and you just got to figure out where do you set that bar? Do you say like if a cash owner gets 200 favorite points in a year, they get a premium or discounted on that side? Uh, I, oh, I, I like no. the idea. I don't like the reward. Um, like, so what HQ is doing next year is that for the virtuals to be eligible for it, you got to have hidden a cash and receive four favorite points on that cash in 2023 to be eligible for virtual 2024. Because, um, I mean, there's one source of income for HQ, right? The premiums. And yep. I, that's a that's an income coming in. And I, I think, one, they would lose money for that, although, two, it would incentivize some people. But people that are going to hide those are going to keep their premium membership anyway, right? So, like, we're not going non-premium. None of us are. None of us are thinking about that. However... I think they'd be more incentivized if they could get something else, right? Like, yeah. like a virtual or a special souvenir. People that hide stuff like that, they like to see something. And I do like what you're saying. They need to reward them, but I would love for it just to be something like, like you get a virtual, you get something special that other people don't have access to. Right. Well, I, I um, think the virtual is a great start. You know, I think if you, you took a look, you'd have to take a look at the data. Because yeah. How many cash hiders out there or cash owners get more than 200 favorite points a year? And you could set up to 300, 400. But, you know, I think even, and I like what you're saying too, Jesse, but I mean, I think even if cash owners got like maybe like a chance to try new features first or something, yes. like Geocaching HQ was rolling it out. I'm down with that. And they're yes. like, hey, you're a solid cash owner here. You're doing great work. You're trying these things first, okay? And when you're trying these things first, we're going to come back to you for feedback on yeah. these new ideas of how we can do it. I think some other way to incentivize it, and I think the virtual rewards yes. is a great start. You know, I really do. Yeah, virtual rewards, like though, access is not going to be for – it's not going to end up being for everybody. I mean, you're not going to – you're not going to – unfortunately, you're going to leave a lot of people out. Just the way right. it is. You're just gonna But you gotta have you know. tiers of levels, right? Like if you have yeah, true. cash this year and get some favorite points, we're not to reward you with this. If you're in another tier, you know, you're you hit a hit ten caches, you have, you're maintaining ten caches with ten or more favorite points. That's yeah. a lot, right? There yeah. could be different like I, I, I think the number one draw is what you just said. Forget all the stuff I said before that. Access to try out new features. Yeah, people that are hiding cash and deep into the game like that, they would love, they would love to access stuff before yeah. everybody else. That's going to be a huge draw for them and a huge reward for them more than any of those other things we talked about. I think that's going to be a, I mean, you think about the cashier that hides those; they're deep into the game. They're investing time, money. Right. You don't get that by accident, right? To get to be a deeper part of the game before other people, you're gonna love, you're gonna eat that up. People would yeah. go crazy over that because you're that's tapping into that audience that's that's really deeply invested in the game. Yeah. And there could be a great so, focus group to saying this is a great idea. Yeah. This works out well. Or here's here's something different you should do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they have the hider perspective, right? So yeah. Not so a finder. everybody's a finder, not everybody's a hider. If y'all go look at your cash owner dashboard, 
Uh, I'm looking at mine right now. Okay. Uh, I've got um, 11,000, over 11,000 found logs. I have 79 published hides. I have 187 archived. I bet, Jesse, you have a ton of archive because all your events are... are what, are you, what are you looking at? Cash owner dashboard? Okay, cash owner dashboard. I got Cash owner dashboard, yeah. Um, I've got 708 favorite points. Now, I don't know what the breakdown is for the year, though. Yeah, and I think you'd have to do it by year to reward people. You know what I mean? I think so, because I don't know. That's over, you know, how many years, you know? I have, uh, I have currently published... 79 active. I have 79 no, we, both active have same, we both have 79 published currently. How about that? No, not, I don't mean published all time. 79 active right now. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I have 79. Okay, okay. I have um, 79 published that are not that are not archived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have archived 322. Yeah. Well, you, a lot of events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lots wow. of events. An event a week. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, sure. I like. Uh, did you see what Nick just posted? Can Can you mark their account with something to let people know that they are an awesome hider, like they have a charter member marked? That's a cool. Yeah, idea. I love that, that would be idea. Cool idea. That I love would be that. cool. A little icon next to their name somehow, next to the cash that this owner, this cash owner is is good. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I would. If there's some kind of award or reward level for your quality of caching, whatever standards they set, I would be doing those. Yeah. yeah. There's, there would be yeah. nothing that stopped me from getting that on my profile. I'd figure out a way to make it happen, right? Because yeah. you that's just like kind of a there's not like levels in geocaching or whatever, right? Other than charter member, which is not a level of anything. It just means Yeah, that's not beginning. Right? Yeah. There there's not levels in geocaching. So we're competitive type people. I mean I mean, think about it right now. If they said, ma not master, you don't want excellent, I, no, I don't, supreme geocache hider. I don't know what level you call it. Yeah, right? something. And they set out criteria. I would start working. Uh, tell me y'all wouldn't start working towards that immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This, without a doubt. That'd be my number one goal coming up. Also, I wonder if they should, if geocaching.com should promote project GC uh, badge gen more to kind of really, because I think a lot of people don't know it's out there. Yeah. I, yeah. I love badge gen, mm -hmm. but um, I agree. We've had this discussion before. Badge gen is so it's, telling of your style of geocaching, right? You go and does. look at that. You can see how people cache if you go and look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Highly favored owner hider. We kind of cool. So, yeah. Freaky. Yeah, come on now. You, if that thing comes out tomorrow, I, that's my number one goal. There's no <laughs> doubt that. about it, right? Um, yeah, that's okay. true. All okay, right. next one. Next one. I'll give my next one. At first, it'll sound like I'm joking, but I'll explain. Okay. Um, get rid of webcams. Ooh. So, okay. Now, let so me no, no earth caches. No. Hold webcams. on. Let's let me take care of that. Okay, I took care of that problem right there. So. <laughs> All right. I'm, I said, let me explain. Let me explain. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get rid of webcams or bring them back out with extreme like updates, modification. Do something with them or get rid of yeah. them. Yeah. 
No, um, I agree. So I know, I know what, what I'd love mean. to see is one of two things. One, they just bring webcams out kind of like how they were before. And like, as we've mentioned, but they're only associated with geo tours, drives people to geo tours. You can, they're going to refresh. Yep. They get rid of the geo tour. It's gone. If they we keep it yep. going, it's there. Right. So that was a good that's one. Gonna, there are people would go further for a webcam than they would a geo tour. If, if they keep them extremely rare, which now, they are extremely rare now, but I agree. They are. But if they kept them extremely rare, you know, only on certain places, certain times, maybe mega events, you know, get to do a webcam. That that have a I think mega, yeah, I think mega and geotour will go crazy for that, right? Yeah, they would. Limited time, it's only going to be here. You know, it's like it's kind of like a, kind of like a adventure lab. Set it up and it's gone, right? Right. Um, yeah. Or revamp webcams altogether and make them yeah. into some modern version of that. That's not just take a selfie and, you know, cause we have cell phones now. So yep. if they yeah. can come up with something new to do with webcams, then it would be cool. If they, the worst thing they could do is just release them like the old version now and everybody can make one. That would be horrible. But if they come up with something new, like a whole new way to do it or make it as an extremely premium thing that people could get like the geo tours or megas or whatever else. Right. Yeah. So that's what I meant by getting rid of webcams. I agree. Don't freak out and cry, people. But that's that's. What I, I was meant. kidding. Yeah, I had or, to pull you out of the pull you out of the show or just get rid of them because they're stupid anyway. But I was. We'll move on past that. No, you're you're right. And the, 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 yeah, Owen says make it a temporary, like a temporary temporary locationless, not permanent, just temporary yeah. locations. But I mean, yeah, like they did with the locationless that they're doing. You know, do a do one that's officially sanctioned by HQ. It's not just something that somebody publishes because they want to. You have to go through the official process. So they still exist. You still have opportunities to get more, but they're limited and rare, right? Right. Because all the existing webcams are eventually going to go away, or most of them will anyway, right? So that would keep at least the icon type alive. Yeah, because doesn't doesn't it look to you guys like it? they've they've labeled it they put a check mark by it that this is one that's like the locationless. Once they get down to an, a certain amount, they're just going to kill it, like they did the locationless caches, because that's what they did. They killed it. I'm, I'm okay with that. I know. You know. I know. Yeah. But but or come up with a new version of webcams. I don't know what that would be. You know. But yeah. Something cool like that. So. Right. We seem right. to be going backward though. Because what's we talked about this before? What's the last one they added? Adventure Labs doesn't count. That's not really. That's not a. Sorry, it's not a real cash type. It isn't. Well, it's not for county cashers for sure, right? I mean, right. That's a, yeah. that's gone. Or you can fill your regional location. That doesn't count for any of those. You things. can fill your calendar days with Adventure Labs, but not your county map. Right. So you can do some. Um, but not but when's the last time we had a true, I think, multi-cache? Well, Giga. Giga was, Giga. yeah, but that doesn't, that, um, I can't, I can't hide a Giga. Then, well, I can, but not really. I mean. But that, it's also a type, right? And that, you know, um, yeah. and then um, where I go would probably be the last type that was added, I think, right? Uh, I think it was multi-cache. Was multi-added after where I go? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Hmm. Um Either Somebody way, they haven't added a cash on that, in a long time. You're right. But still, it's been. W w let's put it this way: I've been I've been cashing since 2016. I don't remember a, a cash type being added. I mean, 
nothing of sub, sub I mean, giga. Yes, but that doesn't really count. I can't, I mean, like I said, it's extremely unlikely that I'm going to hide a giga. Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, it just um, isn't, isn't going to come about. So I'm just saying but, that um, history, need, history. Cast, off, do we really need one though? We always said we want one, but what purpose would it really serve? Uh, I mean, just to add let me, some, let me, let me defend that statement for a second. Okay. We have a certain amount of cash types now, right? Right. Ninety-eight percent of them right now are traditional. Or if we have another cash type. It's it's still part of that two percent where people hide, right? Ninety-eight percent of all the caches out there that people hide are are traditionals. Oh, we have I, all these yeah. other types that nobody uses anyway. So why do we need to add another type that nobody's going to use? That's oh, probably yeah. true. By nobody, so, I mean a small percentage, right? Obviously, there's people that do all of them, but. It's a really small percentage of caches that are not traditional out there. So yeah, would one even do anything other than would like, it, oh, we got a new thing to go for, you know? I, I yeah, I'm just trying to think through like things that we would be adding to the game, yeah. even if it's not done by a lot of people. I mean, I'm sure they've kicked this around. I know that we've. I know that we've. Yeah, gadget they get cache. To ask that question all the time. A yeah, gadget cache icon. Icons can be done though. That's strict to that. That is more likely to happen. And we've talked about no, that no, before. No. Icon is the cache type. Attribute is the easy one to get done. Attribute. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Attribute. Attributes are easy to do. Adding a whole new cache type is sort of you're kind of getting into the major engineering side of things that they don't want to yeah. they don't seem to want to do that yeah but attributes i mean they just added uh uh what was it like power trail challenge cash was that yeah, we, we, yeah. they added some attributes not that long we ago. talked about that last year i think when we yeah yeah we did a show about adding attributes and then they added some attributes hmm wonder where they got yeah. that idea uh <laughs> okay we're, we're running out of time, but Keep I, I want to get to all of ours. John, do you want to hit? I, we're going to have to rapid fire, but you got another one you can throw out real quick? No, no, go for it. You're good. Keep going. Okay. I, oh, I, John, I gonna, John, you I might have to say, yeah. I, got, I got a couple. I got a couple. So so one of my I got some more too, was, so just This one's going to be a quick one. Okay. But coming back to geocaching HQ, looking at what people have done and sending them notifications – I think HQ should send nudges to cashers who found a lot of caches, never hidden one, you know, so like, I like, like that. Like, you know, uh, we've noticed you found thousands of caches, but you have never hidden a cache. Yeah. You know, geocaching depends on people hiding caches as part of the I, game. I like Here's that. some resources. Friendly nudges. Yeah. 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 But just some, like some friendly nudges because, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've done some of those friendly nudges when you're somewhere and you found somebody who's found like two or 3,000, never hidden yeah. one. And I like to ask, why haven't you hidden one? You know? You know who else can make that suggestion? Signal AI that you mentioned earlier. Signal AI. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, like you, you turn on your phone to like, hey, hey, man, are we going hey. hiding again? Are we going fine? Uh, we're going to go find cash again today? How about we hide one? You know. How about we hide one? Yeah. Or, or caches. So signal AI. They don't reveal the really cool caches to you until you hit some. Ooh. So yeah, like you like, could. 
you could like adjust it like like slide rule like how aggressive do I want signal to be with me or yeah, I yeah. Want to be helpful or how, you know you could adjust it and like you can see the frog like he gets meaner ignore <laughs> yeah the more you ignore he, it he, he like starts to get like jacked like incredible hulk style that's right you know? like like don't <laughs> his make eyes turn colors like, like man you don't want his eyes go from yellow like to that. red you know that was a throwdown. that cash wasn't there <laughs> that's right why don't you hide something right now <laughs> Um, okay all right okay yeah. i'll okay. hide something my god you, you had another one go for it okay i i got another one but this one takes a little bit okay and i know looking at that mr memphis mafia he's probably not going to like this one but i'm going to go for it anyway uh oh i you're think, quite a ways away he, you're not you're not within that's true I think there should be an official role that geocache recognizes because the problem right now is you have like geocaches that nobody has, you know, all these that have been out there for a long time, the original CEO's name on there, they're not adopted. They're out there. I think geocaching needs to recognize a caretaker role. So let's, let's suppose on this one that somebody, okay, is out of the game, out of the game. We'll say for a year, we'll start with a year. Okay. They're out of the game for a year. Somebody else can serve as a geocaching caretaker for one of those caches. It doesn't mean it's adopted. It means if that person, you know, takes care of the day-to-day, -day, they're being officially recognized as it. But if some cache after that year, okay, so the year comes up, somebody can then put forward to be a caretaker. Within a year, if nobody becomes a caretaker for that cache, gone. That cache is archived. That cache is done on that side because i see that um geocaching though because we need to clean up the game board there's too many people either uh community maintaining bad caches out there right oh gosh that's bad but, that's it's, but it's like you need a way to just nuke off the board or officially designate somebody as a caretaker well i don't i don't think you even need a caretaker i think we nuke them off the board but put them up for adoption if they can do that, I mean that's another alternative. But I mean it's either it needs to be like I think they could if they set somebody the adopts coming it up, or you know gone. I mean? Yeah, I think it should be gone after a year, regardless. That's your job. And maybe even at like at six months, it goes up for adoption if the owner doesn't check in and in a year, if nobody adopts it, it's gone. I think they should be gone because technically they shouldn't be out there at all if nobody's in the game to to police them, you know. Right. So, I'm on board, but however they did it, as long as they start cleaning it up, I'm happy with it. Yeah, but I just think I though it's a, that's where the state groups come in. You know, maybe it put gets put up the adoption, and the state groups take care of that. They know somebody in that area; they can get them help get them adopted. But um, they need to go. I agree but it needs to be an official process where it's like you give it a time, caretaker. Yeah, yeah I agree. Adopting, absolutely. Um, you know. All right. Um, okay, I'll jump on some. I'll fly through mine real quick, Gary, because I know we're already past our hour. But no, you're fine. Um, go for it. We're fine. I mean, this uh, is okay. This is kind of our last show, by the way, for us for the year. Uh, next week is Gadget Talk, which is cool. But and then we're off for a while. So go ahead. We got time. So it's funny that you said that one because my very next one was caches are archived when the owner leaves the game. That was my next one. So <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna have the same conversation. That's a good one. Did. I like it. It needs to be gone. Yep. Um, and then so. All right, I'll fly through these because we could talk about these for 20 minutes each. I could anyway. Um, I know Andrea they work says she likes this, that. I don't, 
Go ahead. I think they've done it now, uh, but uh, allow leaderboard set up with specific friends and points. I would love to see, like, we could do a geocache talk group. We could do a yeah, you know, a Gary, John, and Jesse group, and we mm -hmm. you're able to select from a menu, whatever, what this month's points are, you know, a 10 CEDOs, whatever else. But you could do it as either a state group or a regional group or even just a local friend group. But I'd love to see it where you could set your leaderboard you know, just like by weekly or whatever else, but you set your goals and that's what your friends are competing with. That's cool. To me, there's so much you could do with that, right? Like yeah. set up challenges yeah. and everything else. I mean, D Georgia does one, but I'm sure it's a lot of work for them. I know. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to see it be official part of HQ. They're already yeah, on the platform probably, anyway. They would probably love that because I think that uh, Geo Monkey Tiger and the different ones in that group, they have to do it, I think, we, and they can correct us if we're wrong, but I think they actually have to do it sort of manually, but they create a Georgia challenge every month. Yeah. Yeah. And then and I've seen to, people do that and it's a lot of work, you know, which yeah, it is a lot of work, but if they already have that platform and you could allow to opt in, who are your friends list? Because I have a lot of friends, but I don't want to compete with them all the time with certain things. Right. Yeah. Like, Cause, cause I, I, We've connected with so many people. I've got a thousand friends on there. Well, that's not an exclusive group. Yeah, that's not a group. That's everybody yeah, I've met, you know? Yeah, exactly. You can select, include these group, include these people in this group this week, and these are our goals. Yeah. Man, would that not change with so many aspects of the game? There's so yeah, much that a lot cool. of people. Like, any of the challenge people would love that crap. We would be going crazy over that. And then when I go, hey, hey, Jesse, I'm going on this really cool caching trip. Then he goes, take John off his leaderboard for that week. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Boop, he's off. Boop. Um, he's gone. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and I mean, we could sit here for 20 minutes and talk about the possibilities of what you could do with that. You could do so many oh, yeah. things. Just there is a lot of for events. You could do it for, you know, one day, maybe who knows sure. on and off. Um, yeah. Okay. Then um, we've kind of talked about this before, but allow users to purchase one locationless cache. Yeah. So kind of I like, like a personal icon thing. You know, we've talked about that yeah. before. You could do it as a fundraiser. You know, it's whatever amount of money because you're only going to you're only allowed to get one for your yep. account. Has to be a premium account, and that's your cash. You can do it kind of like an adventure lab, but it could be there's a lot. You know, it could be physical or whatever else. So it 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 brings back a cash type. I'm I'm all for it because it brings back because <laughs> I want to yeah. cash types back. So um, and then and I don't I'm not necessarily even saying that it's a a new icon type or anything. I mean, it could fit under well, some other category, but. What, that, whatever it is but you, that's you know, the thing too the thing that you get and do it's kind of the rules yeah. you do whatever you want to do with it i think it'd be easier from the, an engineering side of things to reactivate a previous cache type than them having to rebuild into yeah. the system yeah because obviously it wasn't too difficult for them to you know i, I mean uh gc fave came out um yeah and you wouldn't want to put it in that category because that would probably no, put that down. Yeah. But they were but I guess what I meant by that was they were able to bring those back um from a from a programming side of things, I don't think it was as difficult for them to reactivate yeah, yeah, the locationless because they were able to do it and they only do locationless that they do. So go ahead, John, where you mm -hmm. No, I, I, I think a challenge with the game is if you're saying it's a legacy cash type, you know, getting people those experiences to check those boxes, you know, sure. and I think that's the struggle with some of this. How do you get people to check those boxes that 
are very rare to do, you know? So, I mean, right. that was, yeah. that to me, I mean, that's, that's a cool thing for them to do on that front for sure. Yeah. And one more I've got is uh, HQ for talking about the profile now, right? We talked about it a little bit yep. tonight, like Extreme Hider or whatever. Yeah. I would love to see some standardized badges for major challenges, like part of the game, Jasmine, Fizzy, 365, things like that. Um, those are pretty standard ca challenges across the board, right? It would mm -hmm. be cool to have on, on your profile, there's those milestones in geocaching, like, you know, cash for 10 years, whatever else, there could be kind of like our Project GC badges, but on a much more limited basis because you wouldn't want to junk it up. But those three cash, those three challenges alone are that's standard and well-known everywhere. Yeah, sure. You could do that, you know, kind of like a, just a little, a little to add badges to your, to your profile. And it just kind of encourages that, that more robust caching, you know, going after some of the, the classics, the milestones and, and geocaching. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's it. That's Love all it. of mine. I ran out of all of mine. Love it. John, did you have any more? No, you know, uh, just additional logging requirements with uh, having to get a pizza uh, delivered to a cash owner in order to get the coordinates <laughs> for the final. But, you know, that, that's that right. was my last one. Yeah. There sure. you go. Um, Those are good. Those were good. John's call earlier. Uh, we want to hear yes. about your goals next year. We were all talking about that. Absolutely. Um, email in what your goals are. We can kind of compile those. That's good. Even better would be like a 30 second clip that we can kind yep. of put all that together. That'd be fun. And because we'd have a record of it, right? And hopefully we get to revisit this a year from now and see how we did, how we all did. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate the virtual pizza, pizza my friend. Virtual pizza for you, John. There you go. But now, was that three out of four pizzas there, or was that three out of five? I'm not sure. So, <laughs> I'm not sure how you got you, rated there, John. You, That's true. Tonight, that, that, that may have been a clear ranking right there. You got three pizzas. That's right. Three pizza all slices. Right. That's a good one. So, All right, cool. So, yeah. So, uh, next Sunday is Gadget Talk. They're coming back Ooh. to do a holiday oh. special. You've seen the Star Wars special. This is going to be much better than the Star Wars special. I can guarantee it. So. Up here, but like, is it going to be above the Doctor Who special? Christmas no, special? no. What level it, are we in talking here? It, it's 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 a is high. It it's be Star Wars and Doctor Who. Yeah, somewhere between the two. Not go. quite Doctor Who, but it's definitely better than the Star Wars special uh, about Life Day and uh, all that good stuff. You just so. made all kinds of people mad. We better cut it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, and then um, we're done until I think it's the seventh. Jesse's when we're coming back. The seventh? No way. Let me look. Did I get that wrong? I probably messed it all up. Hang on, I'll tell you. Yeah, the seventh. January 7th. So the next next Geocache Talk will be January 7th. Um, next week, the 17th, is Gadget Talk. We're off on Christmas Eve, and we're off on New Year's Eve. Just the way that things fell. So uh, thank you to everybody who has supported us, either financially or just watching and listening mm -hmm. to the show. Uh, I'm going to be posting this one, and then... To help out uh, for our audio listeners, I'm going to be posting some of our audio over the break so that you'll get some audio if you're driving into work and you, you're missing your geocache talk. Uh, I'm going to be posting some of the podcast to hope 
shows individually uh, right. that we do during podcast to hope. So I'll be show, showing those. So anyway, um, thanks everybody. Good night. We'll see you in, uh, we'll see you in 2024. Good night, everybody. Okay. Take care, everybody. Happy holidays. May your finds be many and your DNFs be few. May the terrain and difficulty both be less than two. And whatever it is you're looking for, may it find its way to you. And may we all again folks we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on twitter instagram and facebook the show can be found on apple Podcasts, stitcher radio public or spotify as well as at the geocache talk website don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis and tell your friends about the show get them involved with us in the chat room and until next week don't just talk about geocaching Go geocaching.